You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. We are coming to you from the Central Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your Library Insider. In this episode of Did You Hear? Dave, that's me, sits down with two mystery guests to talk about a mystery topic. Ooh, exciting. Melissa Horak Hearn is in Parts Unknown on assignment. No, she's actually just helping out with the census. And now, your weekly word. Rectify. Put something right. Correct. Hey, welcome to another edition of Did You Hear? I'm Dave Carson, and today we're going to talk about relationships. Who better to bring in but relationship guru, Nick Ward-Bopp. Wow. Uh, Hello. Actually, that's not why you're here. You introduced me to one couple that had a really interesting story, and the makerspace was their date night. How did you come across Erica and Warren? I feel like they've been coming into the makerspace um, shortly after we remodeled in, in 2016. Um, I don't know when exactly they started coming, but it's, you know, had to be sometime in 2017 or 18. Um, and yeah, they were, you know, you could tell um, kind of a new couple and this was kind of their date night and um, coming in. And then eventually I um, saw Warren working on a, I think it was a jewelry box or a ring box. Um, and he was telling me about, telling me about the project and we help people with, you know, all sorts of projects every day. So almost nothing surprises me. Um, but the fact that they, you know, come together and they're, you know, I don't know, I've just kind of seen them, um, grow as makers and, um, come into the makerspace and then him secretly working on this for her. I just thought that was so cool. Well, it's such a fascinating story. Let's dive into it. Hi, my name is Warren Sams. Hi, Warren. And you have brought? Erica Bakota, my wife. Hi, Erica. Hello. Okay, and so somehow your relationship involves the makerspace. So let's start at the beginning. Who wants to go first? I can start with that. So Warren and I moved to Lenexa about two years ago um, in March, actually, of 2018. And we discovered the Johnson County Library System and discovered that the Central Resource Branch here had a makerspace. And I've been into 3D printing for about seven or eight years now. Uh And so um, I've got a 3D printer at home that's very, very old and, and doesn't work particularly well. And so I was interested in coming up here to use the 3D printers. And so... We walked in initially to use the printers, and I was trying to describe the magic of being a maker to Warren at that time, and so I recommended that he kind of look at some of the, I'm gonna call them toys at the makerspace, uh-huh. and and kind of see what it appeals to him, and um, he zeroed in on the laser cutter. Oh, very good. And so I'd say, for the better part of the last two years, we, we've kind of had dueling hobbies going on here where I come in and I use the 3D printers and he uses the laser cutter and and it's kind of gotten in some aspects a little out of control from there. <laughs> what, how so? <laughs> now I'm curious. <laughs> well, we, you know, we started off doing uh, little knickknacks for 3D printing for the house or for 
um, our daughter Zoe, uh-huh. and um, and then from there with the laser cutting, just making some plywood based things, and then getting a little crafty with some glasses, yeah, and like etching on glasses? etching etching uh-huh. glasses, yep. Sure. And uh, making some different things for the house. We just finished a uh, 36 inch clock out of uh, birch plywood. Really. And so we've we've pretty much just kind of. Uh, taken the if we can think it we can probably do it approach and yeah we've done a lot of cool things you said you moved he- to lenexa and so where were you coming from did i miss that we were coming from houston texas so in houston texas did they have a makerspace in their library not that we ever saw score one for the johnson county yeah I, I don't think they <laughs> so, do so or or they may just not at yeah. the branches we visited but you discovered that our makerspace had as you said toys or tools we could call them tools. Both. <laughs> yeah. but uh so that that really attracted you and that got you in the door of the johnson county library huh absolutely wow and you said that you had been doing 3d printing on your own um same kind of printers is what we have or smaller or no so I, i've actually got um a model from a company that is not in business anymore uh-huh. um they were one of the first um 3d printing at least for the consumer general consumer space um companies on the scene so it's a it's a solid doodle um okay. and so there's there's not even parts available for it anymore oh. and, and it's kind of aging and so the the printers here um and there's been some model changeovers even here since we've been coming here but they're generally a lot better than what we can do at home yeah huh well so i i I need to ask you this so so was was this a date kind of thing like do you say hey we're gonna we've got a night together let's go do some maker stuff I think we we definitely have capitalized on that sometimes where, you know, if we have a child-free evening, we can just groove out and try some new things in the makerspace and and, uh, just really get in the zone. That that's great, and you mentioned you have a daughter. Do you ever in, involve her as well? Does she come up to the makerspace? Oh, we do, we yeah. do. So so she's kind of grown up in the makerspace for the last couple of years. So wow. what does she like to do? She she likes the three D printing. Um, okay. Although it definitely makes a difference what color filament is on ah. the printers. So if there's a pink or a purple, she's she's into printing all kinds of things. Neat. And so she'll pick out things on uh, Thingiverse where you can get the uh, 3D printing files and see what the models look like. So she and I will scroll through Thingiverse together and pick out something where she says, well, I'd like to print that. Um, she's also really good at picking out things that have been 3D printed or laser cut. So without having done it herself, she can kind of spot an object a mile away and say, well, that's from the laser cutter or that's from the printer. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, l- let me ask you this. What, what types of projects? You, you mentioned a birch wood clock that you just worked on? Yes. And so what, what other things uh, have you... Um, have you worked on and i'm gonna want photos at some point (laughs) sure i I think really the biggest well i can think of two big type of things that we've done number one we actually have an etsy shop where we make and sell uh custom etched wine glasses yeah uh i think possibly the coolest thing overall that we've done though is that we had a lot of elements 
maker type elements in our wedding. Yeah. So some, you know, going all the way from signage up to a full out 3D printed bouquet that Zoe carried in the wedding. So you had a bouquet of flowers that you printed in the makerspace? That's right. So wow. most of them were printed in the makerspace here, but it actually that particular bouquet turned into a very cool collaborative project with the San Diego library system. Oh, really? Um, and the makerspace at one of their library branches there. So um, to make this bouquet took dozens and dozens and dozens of flowers. Okay. Um, and Wait, it was so each, each flower individually printed? Each flower was individually printed. Wow. And so... Um, they were tulips and there's a little hole in the center of the flower through which you can stick a floral pin and so we had a styrofoam ball and we arranged all these dozens and dozens of flowers on the ball and stuck a floral pin through each and so the the tulip design itself was kind of intricate and so i couldn't just print you know 10 at a time It, it was more like two or three at a time and during the time that i was making this bouquet Um, I had an assignment for work in San Diego for three weeks. And so being out there for three weeks, I kind of still wanted to make some progress. So I started looking into their library system and whether they had a makerspace. And it turns out that they did. And it was actually within walking distance of where I was staying downtown. And so I went down to their makerspace a handful of times and I explained the project and we we pulled up the file together and i was able to print um i don't know maybe 10 percent of it um at the makerspace at the san diego public library and and so they were in on the project and i shared the the final photos of the bouquet with them and so it was it was kind of just that maker essence of of people collaborating and yeah that's what it's um, all about right yeah just just coming together and helping strangers make something cool do you still have this bouquet i do oh that's excellent and you said you have photos so i'm sure the audience is definitely going to want to see those because i mean i i'm i'm dying i'm curious to (laughs) see what this looks like um, it's such a, a fascinating project and, and such a personal project, too. Is, would you say that's the most personal and most meaningful project you've engaged in? I think hands down, yes. Yeah, yeah I so think so. W- were, you, were you dating before this and had the Makerspace as part of your life? Or, or so did you do this after you... So we we moved up to Lenexa a couple of years ago together. Uh-huh. Um, while we were dating and um, got engaged in January of 2019. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we, we got engaged and got married since we have been Johnson County residents. Uh-huh. Wow. So, so it, it has been a, a good dating avenue, well, and um, want, but, but know, also, you know, planning the wedding and, and making things for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think people always think about that, but you can really personalize a wedding with handmade things, and we've got a makerspace for that. Definitely. But, uh, you know, more than that, I don't think people really, you know, it's it's so easy to just think of the traditional stuff for, for a date, you know, dinner and a movie. But, uh, you know, if you're more creative um, and you're looking for things out there to do, and you and you're a creative person, and you enjoy 
making something with your hands or learning something new, it seems like that's such a cool date idea, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Erica and I are both scientists, so we have kind of the, we have the creative aspect, but, you know, being scientists at heart, we kind of take this to the next level and we actually find methods for how to improve these things and yeah. discussions back and forth of why is this doing this better than that and, yeah. and really just just kind of like you said before grooving out on it yeah I, I get that i you know in a lot of the work that i do it's all about finding f- efficient more efficient ways of doing things but uh um, that allows me more time for the more creative parts you know um and and i think that's that's the interesting thing about making art and really that's what you're doing it you know it's it's a it's a practice skill and so there's that skill aspect of it but you get to you know um exercise your creativity and so the the bouquet that sounds just fascinating so so what else what else have you made in our makerspace here and i've heard that it's not just the laser edge it's not 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 just the the um the uh, laser etching machine. Why am I forgetting? Laser the, cutter. The laser cutter. It's not just the laser cutter. Uh, it's not just the 3D printer. I heard that you started to do some vinyl cutting. What's that all about? I have started to do some vinyl cutting. So, so actually, if we go back to the wedding for a second, uh-huh, sure. that involved a number of different instruments or toys in the maker space. So um, we had the bouquet. We did do um, an acrylic sign on the laser cutter. And we engraved that. Um, we did laser cutting on invitation jackets when we mailed out the invitations. And then that was probably the first foray into the vinyl cutter where we did a giant turquoise just married decal. Neat. In like some very scripty font um, to go on the back of the car for okay, after the yeah, ceremony. Sure. And, and so, yeah, that was the first foray into the vinyl, I believe. Um, with a couple other forays since then, um, we did a decal for our daughter's water bottle. And um, just lately, we've started experimenting with heat transfer vinyl. Um, now, what is that? So that's a type of vinyl um, that basically can get heat pressed onto something like a T-shirt. Okay, um, yeah, Or yeah. a fabric. And from what I understand, you're not limited to fabric. You can do other materials as well. Um, but essentially, it's a glorified iron-on material. Okay. Um, so if you're interested in making T-shirts, you know, you can do it at, at a fraction of the price. Wow. And the cool thing about the, uh, the software is that the same, the same type of image, like a vector graphic, can be used either on the laser cutter or on the vinyl cutter. So there's a lot of... Once you learn one technique, you know a lot about the other techniques. So yeah. the transition is pretty good. Yeah, and if you had something like a wedding and you wanted to uh, repeat some imagery through different things that you're producing, you could. Exactly. Oh, that's great. So have we covered the, the wedding completely? Uh, any Anything else you wanted to mention about things that you produce there? I think that was all in the wedding. We also did the glasses. Oh, we did. And so you, did you send your guests home with these etched glasses? We, we did. did. Oh, that's we did. so cool. Do you cool. want to talk about the glasses? Sure. Yeah, so we got married um, on the uh, the dam at Lake Lenexa. And so if you've ever seen this in person or an aerial photo, it's a very iconic type arch, essentially, and, and certain circular walkway stone 
type things. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's it's a really cool overview look. So we took that image, traced it into a vector, worked with it, and then des- made a design based off of that and put it on wine glasses. So that is so cool. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a picture of that too. So we, we <laughs> if you have many, we left. celebrated our damn wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've gotten a lot of mileage out of that one. We, we have. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> well, I think we did it. Yeah. So um, then what What you said you, you're working on the vinyl projects. Um, what are you working on right now? Uh, so right now, um, primarily just working on glassware. So uh-huh. we've done a lot of things on wine glasses. I'm working on some pint glasses and really doing a – kind of, as I talked about, improving the method to be able to get 360 degrees around without uh-huh. a without a hard break. So yeah. really trying to get things optimized out and and just really get some some uh, really cool things. We made some some Kansas City based uh, logos and and um, just products recently. So yeah, I visited your Etsy store. There's a lot that's uh, kind of science themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, so what about the future how how brave are you do you think you're gonna uh venture out and try some of the other things that are in the makerspace are, are we gonna see a movie are you gonna make a movie okay. or are you gonna uh, actually actually re- record some tracks <laughs> in the audio so, studio so we've we've done that already with oh, the, yeah. with the green screen we okay. we have not done the sound booth yet okay um but our daughter zoe is five and Neat. so she's really into all the things that five-year-olds are into like the lego movie and frozen and things like that and so um what we did over christmas break is she wore her elsa frozen dress and went in we went into the green screen room and she danced to let it go okay and so then we were able to overlay her dance on an ice castle background so she essentially had her own let it go music video oh that's neat um and she got a a real kick out of that and we repeated that with the lego movie and and one other song so you know of course seeing herself in in a movie was was a cool experience for her so yeah that is very cool. You know, I think the thing that I find so interesting is a lot of times when you think of the makerspace, you think of just these individual projects, but that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of relationships. You've got parents bringing in kids. You've got, um, you know, people that are there as as couples or or groups of friends that come in and um you know what what a great thing to base a relationship around do you you feel like this has been something that's enhanced your relationship i think definitely i mean like i said we're we're both scientists by trade but you know this has really been a very good outlet for us to you know have some creativity have some collaboration. So things that we do for our Etsy shop, we kind of divide labor where Erica works a lot on the uh, the graphic design of it. Uh-huh. I'll tweak it a little bit and get it just right for the laser cutter and, and optimize things there. And and it's 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 been really great to just team up on things. Yeah, that is so cool. And I would say that you've probably even discovered that you're a creative person. Yeah, well, more, more so than I thought. So... I would say the coolest part, at least for me, and and what I'm hoping we impart to Zoe as well, is that 
it's really satisfying if you can think of something mm-hmm. and that item doesn't exist, you know, even yeah. in the in the world of amazon.com where you can have tens of thousands of things that's kind that are kind of like what you're envisioning. Right. If the exact thing you're envisioning doesn't exist, you can make it exist. Right. And so that that's a really cool aspect of self-actualization that that I feel is really empowering, especially if you're trying a new technique or something like that. Yeah. And you're never too old to learn. And so, uh, you know, you, you go into the makerspace, there, there's a lot of equipment that I've never used before. Um, and I've, I've tried to, to grow and tried to, you know, um, to, uh, you know, experiment a little bit. And uh, like you, I've done the, the glass etching. I uh, made some vanilla one year for uh, different family members. And then I designed my own logo and etched it on the bottles. And I mean, those kind of gifts are, they're, they're priceless. They're, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one year, um, my, uh, my wife's a big Tom Waits fan. I don't know if you know him. It's a, a music artist, but um, I, I etched his face on the end of a, a piece of wood, and uh, she really liked that. I think so. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat the the gifts you can create uh, for one another. But um, anyway, it has been a pleasure talking to you both, and um, I want to finish with this: um, Were you ever nervous about going into the makerspace? Were the people that are there? that it's part of their job to help folks in the makerspace or makerspace facilitators. Um, do they make the process easier for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, my only, uh, only concern was a fear that I'd walk over the laser cutter for the first time and not know what to do, but that fear was allayed very, very quickly and never looked back. Steep learning curve for these tools or, or not? I think it depends on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If if you're just wanting to come try something out, um, the first thing I would say is absolutely talk to the makerspace facilitators yes, because they sure. are all fantastic and they all know exactly what they're doing and, yeah. and they're all great experts to consult about any of the machines. And it's it's pretty amazing to me, actually, how they can be experts on all of those things at once. Right. Um, so, uh, but really any technique that we've sought help from them for, we've been able to get some incredible pointers from any one yeah. of them. So, so I just want to give a big shout out to them because they're all awesome. Yes, definitely. Um, but if, if you're just looking to try something out, you know, you just want to mm-hmm. 3D print, you know, a little knickknack as a gift sure. or, you know, just some basic plywood laser cutting. Um, I think it's really easy to get in on the ground floor. So but your, the projects, your advice might be to start, start small then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the projects can get infinitely complicated. Oh, and yeah. and we <laughs> find, I would say we find ourselves getting carried away about what we would like to make versus what we can realistically make. And we routinely think up projects that well exceed the number of man hours <laughs> that we can devote to it, even if we have the capability on the instruments that are there. Yeah. Wow. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you all. And, uh, you know, uh, congratulations for uh, getting Zoe into the makerspace. And it uh, sounds like 
she's having fun and, and learning. And uh, sounds like you you all are having fun and learning as well. Without a doubt. Yeah, all absolutely. Right. We'll keep coming back. Thank you we very will. much. Thanks. Did we miss a question you wish we would have asked? Do you have thoughts or stories about today's topic? Share them with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Library. And now, our writer's quote of the day. Hi, my name is Melody Cosme. I'm an information specialist at Shawnee Cedar Row Libraries, and my quote is from the Stephen King book on writing a memoir of the craft. If you want to be a writer, you must do two things above all others. Read a lot and write a lot. Good books don't give up all their secrets at once. Thank you. We leave you with sounds from one of our locations. It's your audio minute we call Library Zen. more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear.